Live from St. Catharines, Ontario, it's the Snow Drive Podcast. I'm your host, Sea Dog Chris Wilson. What a great way to start off the podcast today. It's 7.30 on Sunday, April 26th. And yes, we are all going through this COVID crisis, this coronavirus crisis. And what a better way to try to take our mind off of the outside world and listen to a podcast podcast is going to be trying to be as unique as possible. I'm going to take you uh, throughout the day today on uh, what I did. First of all, again, I want to introduce myself. My name is Christopher James Wilson, aka Dog, and my identical twin brother who's not here uh, for obvious reasons, social distancing and uh, making sure that we keep everyone safe. Uh, he lives in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, and uh, he rides a 2019 Polaris Indy XC 600 129 and uh, I ride a 2019 Polaris Switchback Assault 600 144 and we both love our machines. His is uh, that beautiful bright red with the uh, white decaling and mine's that beautiful vibrant blue with the uh, lime squeeze or high vis yellow uh, whichever way you like to call it. Uh, I call it lime squeeze and when I go and uh, talk to people with the color of my snowmobile, I always get uh, a good uh, laugh from somebody that I, I refer to it as Lime Squeeze. Um, everyone at uh, Royal Distributing calls it uh, High Viz Yellow. So <clears throat> it's the first podcast today that we're going to launch, and I do want to talk about a few things. Um, <clears throat> we'll touch base on the season that we had. It's a very short season. Uh, I, I did a, a, a beautiful ride up at the Sportsman Lodge in Sudbury, Ontario with my uncle early in the year. And that's where I really got to uh, know and understand my sled. I, I just purchased it and um, just really getting back into the groove and into snowmobiling on a, on a, as, a, as a commitment, full-time commitment, year-round commitment, uh, which is really what it is. Um, my brother, uh, four years ago, he got himself back into snowmobile. We've been lifelong snowmobilers. We started snowmobiling uh, in the 90s. Uh, and him and I will touch base on that together. I don't want to, uh, to do that without him. So I buy this beautiful snowmobile up at Iron Island Buyers uh, or Buyers Equipment in Aurelia, Ontario. And of course, we want to get it out and I want to get riding on it. And of course, there's no snow. There's no cold weather in Paris Sound at all. So the um, first week, second week in January, uh, my uncle and I, we head up to uh, Sudbury. We stay at the Sportsman Lodge, which was amazing, just off of Lake Wanapate. And um, I'd never had a snowmobile like this with so much adjustability. And um, I left the front as it, or the rear as is. It's on a nice soft setting. Um, but I really wanted to make sure that the, uh, the front end would really grab and hold down and dig in into the corners. I didn't want that uh, inside or outside ski lift, depending on what kind of type of corner I was going to be uh, running into. I didn't want any of that. So I originally, I, I tuned down the um, Walker Evans piggyback shocks down to soft. 
for like literally the first maybe 20 minutes of the ride. And I'm a, a fairly aggressive rider and I got very, very, very comfortable very quickly on the, uh, on the snowmobile. That's what I love about, that's what I quickly loved about it and learned about it is that the ease of feeling at home on it and the ease of adjustability. So the first few um, corners that I took, um, I, I'd really get that quick down force um, and uh, with, uh, with some slow rebound, but with ski lift and, and I, uh, um, uh, outside or inside ski lift, again, depending on what type of corner I was taking. And I didn't want that. So once I adjusted it, I really put it to just half. There's 15 clicks on it. And I put it to setting number seven, and actually, I ended up just leaving it there. I ended up putting it to eight for a little while, but I put it back to seven, and it was just like the perfect setting for how aggressive of a rider I am. Um, my brother and I were well-rounded riders. We can we can ride hard because we've been riding all our lives, even though I didn't have ownership uh, of a sled for for a few years. I, I I was always riding. You know, I was lucky enough to have my brother's sleds to ride. Or my uncle would uh, would let me come up and, and, and use uh, their sleds. So <clears throat> that was great to know and just get to understand the machine. And week after week, uh, because I, I, I did go up fairly uh, often after that until the COVID crisis hit um, in, uh, in late March. And I was going to go for my last weekend and then we, we, were, we weren't able to go. So today, um, my uncle, he uh, went up to uh, our cottage in Perry Sound, Ontario, and uh, he ended up bringing the sleds back for us because it's April 26th, and he was just really thinking about uh, my brother and I that we had these new sleds, and uh, we need to get them winterized. So he did go up for me, brought both sleds back. Um, I let my brother uh, store his uh, machine uh, in my garage with uh, with me. I have a double car garage. He's got a single car garage, so he wants at least one car up at his place in a garage, and I don't mind having my my car out in the in the garage. So um, allow him to do that, and uh, so I winterized the uh, the engine at least, and um, <clears throat> basically got the machines off. Took all the side panels off. Took the uh, spark plug. Uh, uh, out and spark plugs out of both machines and I fogged both machines today um, and I just inspected the chain case oil on my machine and it was pretty milky in color uh, either like a grayish or, or a milky creamy color it was hard to see I did have a light on it but uh, and I did see some condensation in it so my uncle had said um, if we see that then we're gonna make decision that we will split the chain case and um, um, change the chain case oil that way because then we can get in there, clean it out, and uh, put it back together, and then fill it up with new chain case oil. So we'll do that in a few weeks' time. I'm glad that's uh, I'm glad it's the at least the uh, engine is fogged and, and we don't have to worry about that anymore and we don't have to worry about it rusting. We did uh, put in a little extra uh, fogging oil. The uh, Polaris video uh, really just shows them. Uh, spraying uh, the fogging uh, oil uh, into the uh, cylinder head just once we actually and then pulling on the uh, on the ripcord uh, we end up uh, doing it three times my uncle's been snowmobiling since 1970 so he wanted a little bit more in there so you know I'm, I'm gonna uh, rely on his expertise and uh, that's what we did so I'm pretty happy how that that uh, turned out 
And uh, like I said, in a few weeks' time, we'll uh, hopefully uh, how what we talked about is uh, once uh, everything is all lifted and, and the real world is back to uh, normal, we'll um, we'll get that all taken care of. So let's uh, let's segue and and let's talk about my machine a little bit and um, segue back and talk about my machine a little bit. Uh, just wanted to talk about. Uh, why I chose that machine. It's not even brand new. It's actually a demo. I would say that it is new, but it is new. Um, the Snowtrax uh, team, um, they used it for a whole season. And as I was trying to find a machine that I wanted to buy, and I saw that machine on the uh, Allen Byers. Uh, actually, no, so I saw it on um, Auto Trader, uh, and Allen Byers was the dealership. That blue and lime squeeze color just I was hooked as soon as I saw it I couldn't look at any other machine and when I was looking at machines based on price and what I really wanted was an XCR uh, switchback uh, XCR rush edition with a 121 but my uncle was was pretty adamant and uh, so beyond making sure that I got a longer track and I chose the the assault uh, what a great dealership to uh, to to to, to uh, buy a machine with was the uh, was the buyers group and uh, and Win Frazier he was great, but uh, the only concern that I had, and what a lot of guys have, and uh, it becomes a non-issue was the six hundred cc's. Anyone, most guys want more power. I actually. My brother and I did talk to a few guys that were okay that, hey, it's a 600, and they, they, they were okay with it. But then most guys, they got to have the most power. They got to make sure they're the fastest. I just really wanted to make sure that I had the best sled that kind of suited me for, for where I am at in my life and the stage that I was at getting back at snowmobiling. And my budget was, was good. Um, <clears throat> I, I bought all new gear brand new FXR matching suit, brand new FXR matching helmet, gloves, balaclava, boots, just everything to get me back up and running again this year. It was awesome. And I love my suit. Um, my helmet's okay. I'm, I'm upgrading my helmet right now with Rural Distributing. Um, they actually let me exchange my, uh, my other helmet just because I hated it so much. Uh, just wasn't the best fit for me. And they allowed me to upgrade it, but I uh, never got to try it yet um, because everything that's happened. So anyhow, I think that's, uh, that's all for now. I'm going to post this and uh, uh, through uh, Anchor, and then Anchor will distribute it out, and we can all, uh, I hope you listen to it and, uh, and, and provide me feedback, and I'm excited to share stories of snowmobiling, um, rides that we go on, we can't wait to talk about machines. We can't wait to talk about destinations, and uh, and share you share with you stories of snowmobiling and our passion that we have for the uh, for the sport. Um, and uh, follow us on on Instagram at um, Snowdrive Podcast, uh, as well um, on my own uh, personal page, uh, C Dog zero eight zero eight seventy seven. Thanks for listening and. Uh, I can't wait to do uh, the next one, and uh, bye for now. Peace and love.